and back. Woo! Oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, Second episode of Big Talk with Numero dos Juicy dos. and Big Daddy. Minuto. We are cheer. We are cheer. We are here. It was a beautiful Sunday today, don't you think? Amazing. It was a great day outside. We spent most of the day in the house. Yes, we did. I had a lot of work to do today. Catch up on a lot of stuff. Got to get her done. But we are here with our second episode. I hope you guys are excited and as uh prepared to hear what we have to say as you were last week make sure that you guys like share subscribe send it to all of your friends we definitely want you guys to join us for you know as long as the podcast is here we love to have you guys so um we started recording we decided that we're going to record a video as well as just audio on our podcast so we do have the video version of this that will be uploaded to YouTube. Um, I'm not sure of our YouTube channel yet, okay. but I'm sure it's going to be Big Talk with Juicy and Big Daddy. Absolutely. So Absolutely. you guys will be able to find us and see us on um, YouTube as well on our YouTube channel. And then you'll get a chance to like, subscribe, and make sure that you comment because we really want to have conversation with you guys. This is why we have these conversations with each other. That's not why. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they can like, like, subscribe, and comment too on the blog. G. So I just want you guys to make sure you do that. Make sure you share with your friends. Make sure you guys tune in. If you would like to be a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to email us, comment on our Facebook, social media, whatever, um, YouTube channel. Just make sure you guys reach out to us. We would love to have you guys as a guest to talk about whatever topics we have going on in the hot box some of you guys i already have i'm plotting on you to be a guest on our show so just be ready you'll get the dm shortly that part no we have guests in mind i i have a couple oh okay i have a couple couples okay the couples we talked about some of which some of some of them we haven't oh okay well cool all right so today today what, who used to say that? Now it's Rotti's oh joke God. of the day. <laughs> this is definitely not a joke. Not oh to most gosh. women in the world anyway. This is not a joking matter at all. This is definitely the joke of the day, guys. Oh my We're going to talk about um, men cheating. Why men cheat. That is our topic today. Doom, doom, doom. Doom, doom, doom. Your mama did it. Your daddy did it. I don't like that. No, I don't no. want you to say that. Why don't you want me to say that? It's because I don't like it. So, Just because mama and daddy did it don't mean that you do it. 
Listen, we learn and we grow and we evolve. We are as trying people. to be better consistently, but unfortunately, sometimes that just doesn't happen the way we want it to always. Because you don't want it to happen. Well, we'll get to that point. Anything at some point that you today. want to happen will happen. Got it. Anyways, so Auntie. we're gonna talk about yes, anyways. So we're gonna talk about why men cheat. So my first question is to, or maybe we should go over background first. What do you think? Um, I don't know if they need to know the background, not just yet, but okay. if we're going to have the conversation, let's start, you know, at the beginning where, you know, we, we've had conversations about this on more than one occasion and we've talked to, at least I've talked to multiple men about why they decided to be unfaithful to their long-term partners, not necessarily wives, but definitely girlfriends, um, significant others or whatever you want to call them. And and there's a lot of reasons why guys have come up with these answers. You know, why why did I decide to be unfaithful to my wife? Why did I decide to be unfaithful to my girlfriend? Why did I decide to be unfaithful to the little slider that I had for this long? And there's many reasons why, but most of them fall under the, the same categories, just said different ways. You know, they were either bored, they had the opportunity to, they were too immature to have certain conversations with their spouses or, you know, just because they felt like it. Wait a minute. So you skipped your, uh, as usual, I'm going to start with the definition of, you remember your Google search? You're not going to start with that this time? Because I feel like now today you just jumped you just went right on into it. No, I wasn't trying to skip over it. I was just trying to give a little context as to why I felt like in the conversations that I've had with men uh, about, you know, why they decide to cheat and why they don't. So, for sure, we can start with the Google search at this point. Um, so, just like on every episode, I take the liberty to Google search the question or the topic of the day. And in this case... Our topic of the day is why men cheat. Um, again, this is not, you know, scientifically proven. These are just conversations that have been had between my wife and myself about why men decide to go out and find additional women to be with when they already have a lovely, loving and amazing wife at home. So when I Googled the answer, an article popped up from fatherly.com called Why Do Happily Married Men cheat on their wives they love on the wives that they love the article is by lauren vino paul it was written in november of this year and the content that i've discovered or the the information that discovered or the excerpt that i decided to share with you guys is this men think well i just did this but in every other way i'm reliable i'm responsible i'm committed i show up I'm a really good guy. It's just the cheating. That's Robert Wise, a therapist and an author of a book called Out of the Doghouse, a step-by-step relationship saving <laughs> guide for men caught cheating. <laughs> Every time I hear you read that, it makes me laugh. And the last part says, what they don't understand is that women don't think that way. Obviously, men and women don't think the same. And if you think they do, then you are you're sorely mistaken. That's just not the case. It's not what happens. Men and women think completely different from each other. 
Uh, guys, especially when it comes to cheating, think that they can do it and get away with it. And that she's never, ever, 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 ever going to find out. And we all know that's not true. Why do they think that, though? Well, um, in most cases, guys think that they're invis- invincible. Not invisible, but invincible. <laughs> um, sometimes we feel invisible because our wives are so busy f- paying attention to the outside world, whatever that might be. Uh, the children that we share together. The job that she has the running of a household the uh entry and uh exit of food you know whatever else it is she's thinking about she may just stare right through me and so in those cases we feel like hey she ain't paying attention no way so why won't i go out and find me a new boo why can't i go out and find me somebody to tickle my fancy in the meantime while my wife is ignoring me consistently and that's that's a little harsh is it ignoring i mean sometimes y'all ignore us just like y'all just like y'all say we ignore y'all i don't think we say that you guys ignore us well okay Mm. okay a lot of times y'all might say that we don't pay enough attention but that's similar to to saying like we're, we're ignoring you all Well, what I found interesting in the article is that it said that um, basically that men feel like, okay, well, I'm good in every other area. It's just cheating. And I don't think anything is ever just cheating because that means that you are literally giving whatever attention that you're supposed to have exclusively for me or things that you're supposed to only do exclusively with me to someone else like you're just removing yourself from our relationship and I don't think that it's kind of like um cheating is worse than anything that you could be doing right once you found out find out that somebody cheated on you everything that they've ever done right in a relationship it's kind of like out the window like who cares about any of that well, I think what happens a lot of times, especially when it comes to cheating, is that guys see it as just this physical, sexual act. We don't look into the situation and say that I'm sharing souls with this person or I'm looking to leave and be with this person over time. I want to leave my wife and be with them. None of those things are the case. In all honesty, they're furthest from the truth. In most cases, we think to ourselves, hey, I, you know, want to be with my wife. This person is just fulfilling a sexual need that I feel like is being voided in my life at this very moment. And prayerfully, hopefully, she can go ahead and fill that void well enough for me to be able to do it and come home to my wife without there being any problems whatsoever. Well, what happened if you come home to your wife one day and then she's like, oh, babe, let's have sex. Then what? Then you need to be ready to perform for her. And if you aren't ready to perform for her, then you have a real big problem on your hands, buddy. But you just got your balls empty. Yeah, well, you just need to be prepared to take care of whatever you need to take care of for your wife. Whatever that might very well be. Um, just because your balls have been empty doesn't mean that you don't, <laughs> <laughs> that you don't find <laughs> you don't find your wife attractive enough to get your penis hard and be able to go ahead and have sex with her when she's asking for it. So that's a big deal. I mean, 
this is not a guide to cheating. Like, hey guys, you know, if you want to go and cheat, go and do this or be prepared for do, be prepared to do that. But what you really want to make sure is uh, is happening is that you're able to still satisfy your spouse if you're going to go out and do those things. But what you should be doing more than anything else is having conversations with your wife. Some That's way, some true. some way, some form, you know, you're not happy. If you don't decide to go ahead and have a conversation with her about why you aren't happy, then you're already losing at the the whole marriage or long-term relationship thing. Your conversation should be inward, not outward. Even if it's to just have, if you thought that having a conversation with a girl was a good idea, oh yeah, I'm just going to talk to her because it's, you know, she's easy to talk to and she's fun and all these other wonderful things. That's great. All the way up until your wife finds out because she, at some point, is going to find out. Anything done in the dark is going to come to light. Absolutely. So, your biggest your biggest and most important thing that you should be doing is having a conversation with your wife to say, Hey, listen, this is where I'm having a problem. This is what I don't like. This is what I do like. Can we do more of this? Whatever your issue might be. Oh, my wife doesn't talk to me. She doesn't like talking to me. Um, you need to have that conversation with her. Oh, you know, we had sex only once in two weeks. We need to have more sex because right now I don't enjoy the small amount of sex that we're having. That's another conversation that you guys need to have. You should be talking to her more than any and everybody else about your sex life. Okay, so let's go ahead and dig into why men cheat, why we feel like, why you feel like men cheat. So I did hear you mention a few things earlier. So we're going to touch on one point at a time and we're going to discuss that and then move forward. Is that okay with you? It's for sure okay with me. Okay, so the first one that you said is opportunity. That's the first one I remember you saying. So well, men cheat because of opportunity. What right. do you mean? So you have, to have, you have to have the chance to do it. If you don't have the chance to cheat, then how do you cheat? How do you go out and find somebody else to have sex with if you haven't had the opportunity to do so? So that's the first thing. You have to be, there has to be space in your life for you to be able to go and do it. Now, if you can't do that, then that stunts a lot of the growth. But the thing is, is that sex doesn't really take that long to have or take that long to happen. And so you can have opportunity all day, every day, considering the fact that, you know, it only takes, you know, the average sex session less than 10 minutes to happen. So, you don't mean opportunity as far as, like, having somebody to have sex with. You mean opportunity as in, I can get away from my wife to pull this off. Well, both of them actually uh, play, play, play a part in it because, again, you have to, in order for you to go out and have sex with somebody else or to be unfaithful in your marriage, you have to have somebody to be unfaithful with. Um you know, it's not always the guy's fault that he's out there, you know, having sex with other people because somebody has to now say, hey, look, it, I understand that you're married. I understand that you have a situation going on, but I'm still going to be a willing participant in whatever sex, sex campaigns you're having at this very moment. <laughs> Don't laugh. You be down with it. You used to be down with the sex campaigns. I was very immature and going through my own stuff at the time. At some point, we all are. Yeah. But, okay. Hmm. Hmm. So, opportunity. Opportunity. Opportunity to actually have sex, which means that 
we have the chance to go out and do it. Now, nobody's going to be able to, to leash and police a guy's penis. It's just not going to happen. At any point, at any time, he's going to be able to find out how to have sex with somebody else if he really wants to. However, the guy should be governing governing his own penis and not having this conversation or not having um, these sexual acts happening with people outside of their marriage. Okay. So, opportunity. So, okay, so... I'm trying to put it into words. So, let's just say... The guy doesn't really have the opportunity to go out and sleep with someone else. For example, he's always busy with doing family things or if he's not working... He's always uh, with his wife or with his children or taking the kids this place or that place. How then is opportunity? How does that play a part in why men cheat if they don't necessarily have the opportunity to do that for real? Like free time. Well, if you don't have free time, then just like uh, your grandmother always told you, uh, idle hands or idle hands are the devil's workshop. You are in a situation. I don't mind. Yeah, I I've heard idle hands too. I never heard that. But again, though not having something to do productive with your hands puts you in a situation where you know you can find yourself doing something that you shouldn't be doing at all. So having that time to yourself, having that time to yourself, puts you in a situation where you have every opportunity to go out and be unfaithful. Which sucks, of course, but it is something that can happen. And a lot of people take for granted that the fact that you actually have time to do so is really what jogs the opportunity. You know, you say to yourself, well, my wife takes yoga every day at, you know, 730. But you have the kids. Okay. But again, I'm not saying that. That's what I'm saying. That was my question, though. If you don't really have the opportunity to do it, then how do men normally find... Well, people without the opportunity to do it, don't do it. You think so? Yeah, I honestly think that if you feel like the time frame is too short, if you feel like you're not going to have an opportunity to do and enjoy whatever it is that you're doing, then I honestly think that most people don't do it because they just don't have the chance to. You can't leave your children home five and six, five and three by themselves to go out and have sex with somebody else. It really doesn't work like that. You you just don't have the opportunity to go out and do it. And now that you don't have the opportunity to go out and do it, how can you then go and find somebody to have sex with? Okay. How is that opportunity afforded to you? Okay. So opportunity is one. What was another reason that you spoke about? Um, boredom. I think uh, one of the bigger reasons that guys um, go out and decide that they're going to have extramarital affairs is because they are currently bored in the situation that they currently occupy. In my house, when it comes to our sex life, it is boring. Yes, we do have sex, you know, two, three times a week. Wait, and you talking about in our house or you talking about in general? I'm talking about in general. Oh, because that made me nervous. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we would have had this conversation already. No, oh, okay. We surely would have had this conversation already. So, 
one of the bigger reasons, uh, one of the main things that happens with guys is that they get bored. Just like women get bored with sex, we think, or the way we feel, or the way I, I felt in time is that, 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 you know, sex gets monotonous. We haven't had sex outside in a while. We've always, we've been having sex in the house, on the bed, you know, missionary, doggy, and reverse cowgirl for I don't know how long at this point. And since that's the case. Can we try something new? Yes, exactly. Which is a simple conversation to have. However, a lot of guys don't think that it's a good idea to have these conversations with their wives for fear of being cut off from having sex in the first place. But why would they think that's going to happen? Well, maybe past conversations that they've had with their wives. Excuse me. Or maybe past conversations that they've has, had with their wives don't sit over well. They don't go over well. They think to themselves, eh, you know, she's not going to receive this information as well as I'd like for her to do so. And so since she won't receive the information very well, I'm just not going to give it to her at all. You know, she's got a she's got a quick temper, you know, and just thinking about it, what girl would want to have this conversation? I would want to have that conversation. Yeah, I can understand that. But there are certain women in the world that won't want to have the conversation. In addition to that, there are guys who don't think that the woman wants to have that conversation, which I think is the bigger issue. Has really nothing to do with the woman. In most cases, the guy is the problem. He's not being open with his communication. He's not taking the opportunity to learn his spouse. He's not you know, turning that communication back inward as opposed to having those conversations with people outside of the relationship. He's not having those conversations in the home where he absolutely should be. That will put him in a space where he would have an open partner who would be ready and willing to communicate everything that he wants to. And when that's all said and done, he's now in a space where he can have his wife all to himself to do whatever he wants to do with and they could all be on the same page and not risk one separating his family but two now losing money um and all kind of other things in the in the process i'm gonna drink some water but i have a question i will wait patiently for you to refresh your palate That was so good. Okay. (laughs) So. You would think that in a marriage, a husband and wife has had a bunch of different conversations in regards to what they like sexually, what they don't like sexually, what turns them on, what doesn't turn them on. And just different ways to keep um to keep the relationship spicy and, you know, where you want it to be. Do you think that boredom does actually play that big of a role in why men treat? I think it does. Um if you have to remember, not all guys are just doing this stuff, even though their wife is 
uh, you know, doing all of the things that they want them to do. Not all guys are going out and cheating, you know, even though they're having sex three times a week, even though their partner is swinging from chandeliers, even though their partner is jumping off of the dresser. Some guys are having uh, extramarital affairs because they've had these conversations with their wives. They went to them and said to them, hey, listen, what we're doing is, is boring. We haven't had sex in the car in a while. We haven't had sex outside the house in a while. We haven't had sex outside of our bedroom in a while. And so since you've gotten into this routine, I am bored. I am used to nasty, freaky, swinging from the swing, swinging from the chandelier, you know, pull over on the side of the road, sex. And what we've been doing has been Married People 101, which is missionary style, doggy style, in the bed all the time. It's got to be comfortable. And if it's not comfortable, I'm not doing it. So do you, so that just comes with, you think that just comes with the time of being married? I think that over time, this is a possibility. I think that the longer that you or anybody else is together, um, can put you in a situation where things become very, very routine. They come, you know, very, very simple. Okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do this all the time. Every other Wednesday when he's gone out with his, you know, pool buddies, he comes home drunk or a little a little intoxicated. Now he wants to go and have sex with his wife. That's the time that they get it in. The sex happens in the same space, same position, same routine. Every time it starts the same way. And after a while, that gets a little boring. And somebody may present to you a different version of candy. You've been eating these banana now and laters for a year and a half now. And somebody offered you a, a, a passion fruit watermelon. And while you haven't tasted it yet, looking at it just look good. It ain't yellow. That's one thing. It's a pink slash, you know, reddish flavor. And I'm excited about try- getting the opportunity to taste that flavor. And so I think... Um... I can understand that, but I also feel like at the same time, boredom comes from, most of the time, if a woman lets lets sex get boring, it's because they're not really enjoying what's happening. So I also feel like, regardless, there's conversations that need to be had. And it sounds like based off of your two reasons that we spoke about so far, why men cheat is all because of communication. They lack communication skills. Well, that's one of the, that, that, that leads us to another thing where most men are just emotionally immature. We don't. So that's your third reason why. People right. Cheat. Because we don't have the capacity to want to go out and have those conversations with our wives. We don't want to face whatever backlash that comes from them. If we were to have the conversation and if we do have the conversation from time to time, women just tap out and say, listen, I'm I'm tired. I don't want to I don't want to, you know, dress up for you. I don't want to put on my wig that hangs down to my ankles and, uh, you know, sexy lingerie for me. I don't want to do that. You want me to get a wig that go down to my ankles? No, but to the end of your booty, it'd be nice. What? Not the person who don't like weave. I don't like weave, but we can snatch it off in the middle of the sex, bro. Wow. Just saying. I mean, what I'm not. I'm not complaining about our sex life by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm just saying that there are guys or there are times where people find themselves being bored with what is happening in their lives, what is happening in their sex lives. 
And instead of them having the conversations with their wives who they've learned and understand over time and say to themselves, you know what, this is not going to go over well if I decide to have this conversation. They then turn to somebody else who makes it plain and easy for them to have that conversation and end up having that conversation and a lot more other things with someone else. They just have to be better. We as a, as a male species or a male gender have to be better when it comes to communicating with our spouses about what it is that we do and don't want and cons- consistently being on the same page. I agree. So you think that um what was I going to say Jason? Keep going cuz I forgot my point. I was going to ask another question. No worries. In addition to so collectively the opportunity being bored or being immature all of these things start to present themselves like i said not all guys are just ignoring the fact that they should come home and have sex with their i mean they should have these conversations with their significant other some of them are actually having a conversation and then being turned away nope i'm not into anal nope i'm not gonna (laughs) juggle your balls um, while you masturbate over my face, like whatever it is that presents an exciting front for the guy, you know, it's now that now that he decided to marry her, now that she's agreed to be married, it puts her in the sole position to be the person to satisfy that need for him. And in the event that she doesn't do that, now after he's had the conversations, he starts to think elsewhere. Some guys don't even have compromise. the conversation. Some guys don't even have the conversation. They just turn and go out where they should be taking the opportunity to have that conversation in-house first. You said that can be compromised. Because some girls are not really into, oh, uh, let, let me juggle your balls while you masturbate. Like some girls are just very prude and feel like sex is supposed to be missionary or whatever, whatever. But I feel like at the same time, if you have conversations with whom, whomever it is that you're with, and you compromise because that's what marriage is about. It's about compromise. Not sure. one person getting everything that they want sure. and the other person lacking. But both of us are able to converse and decide the best way to handle our relationship. I just feel like um, that conversation should be able to be had regardless. Absolutely. I mean, I, the conversation and should be had. And a woman should compromise. That's, that was my point. I'm sorry. And whoever it is should compromise where the short end of the stick is. Make sense? Well, I think everybody should be trying to meet their partner at wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and their partner should be trying to do the same thing. Everybody should be trying on both ends to figure out what it is that I can and can't do in this relationship to make my partner happy. If you sign up to be married, that's part of it. That you have to look at your partner and say, okay, there's a shortcoming here. Where can I meet my partner at? But I can flat out tell you that having a conversation with a girl doesn't always mean that she's going to make a decision and make a flip immediately and say, hey, listen, I'm going to start, you know, being a dominatrix for him because he wants to be dominated. But does anybody change like that overnight? No, but if she's if she shuts down the conversation completely, then there's a problem. Yes, there is a problem. The communication needs to be open. If you don't want to have open communication about it, then we're in a we're we're in a bad place, and we need to some some way somehow figure out what it is that we're gonna do to be better moving forward. Most definitely, for sure. Okay, so we have opportunity, we have boredom, we have immaturity. What is 
wait so immature just immature in the fact that they don't want to have conversations or you mean immature in the fact um yeah that's just they don't want to have a conversation about it that's what you mean well i think the biggest issue is that they are immature emotionally and where where guys run into problems is, is that during their years of looking to find a spouse to be with over time they haven't really been haven't had the opportunity to mature emotionally they haven't had big knockdown drag out fights they haven't had to give and, and uh, get in relationships a lot of times they take take things upon themselves and say to themselves i'm going to leave completely after this blow up that we had because one i'm not married but two this person isn't willing to meet me halfway Mm -hmm. and since they aren't willing to meet me halfway i need to move on about my business now your wife who you picked may very well be willing to meet you wherever you are halfway three quarters of the way whatever the case may be the issue is you have to be able to bring it to her attention you have to be able to have those conversations in order for her to look up and say you know what he's trying let me go ahead and meet him wherever he is and let's continue to uh, to preserve the sanctity of our marriage. In, okay. the, in the event that that doesn't happen, most of us are in trouble. Most, guy, most of us guys are in trouble. We then turn to the outside and say to ourselves, we're going to go and find somebody to go and have sex with. And if that's the case, maybe it's a, it's a bad idea for me, Joe. <laughs> it really is. So... With that being said, mature immaturity. Maturity is plays a big part. So let's just say the woman decides, you know what, he cheated on me and you know, I'm just sick and tired of being faithful to this nigga after he done tried me after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do because he did what he wanted to do, so I'm gonna do me. You do you, boo boo, and I do me. How do you? How would? How do most men handle that type of situation? Because that. Well, most guys don't good. deal well with cheating women, um, as a whole. That's and as, not right. No, it's not. But as a whole and as a society, um, we don't deal well with our women being unfaithful to us. We our reaction men as a whole are is a lot harsher than women. Women tend to forgive and give extra opportunities. Men don't norm normally put ourselves in those. I mean, men don't normally do those things unless they really care about the woman. I think that if guys thought about that more so, the hurt that they're gonna cause, it may slow them down from going out and and it may it may. I don't think you. I don't think Sheesh. I can't say for certain because again. There are times when those conversations are had and they don't put 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 the uh the guy in a situation or the woman in a situation where the guy's going to shy away from doing whatever he was going to do in the first place. He's talking to his his spouse, he's talking to her, he's communicating with her about whatever it is, uh, however he however he feels about their relationship. If she's not trying to meet him halfway, if she's not trying her best to, to get in there, there's a lot of situations where the guy would just turn to something outside. Yeah. I've heard somebody say recently that outside vagina is easier to get than in-house vagina, which should never be the case um, from a guy's perspective. He should be able to get and have sex with his wife as often as he possibly can 
um, without running to running into pitfalls. But we all know that women are emotional people. They need to be stroked. They need to be hugged. They need to be. They need to feel secure. They need to be intimate. Um, they they need to be relaxed. You know, stress shouldn't be an overwhelming factor in their lives. A lot of these things are the reasons why. You know, women deny guys guys sex, and you know, in most cases, for guys, sex is cheating. Not you know having conversations with other women. Not. Uh, you know, spending even spending time with other women, but the physical act actually going in and putting your penis inside another vagina means cheating for us. It doesn't mean that way. It doesn't. It doesn't compute that way for women. The second you go out and start having a conversation with another woman, you're cheating. The second you start talking about nasty things with another woman, you're cheating. Most women feel that way. It's true. That's why we feel that way because it's true. Although you're not physically cheating, you are emotionally cheating with this other individual. Emotionally, you have already become um, involved with that person. You guys have already, you might as well stick your dick in her at that point. Well, but that's not, generally, that's not how we feel about it. We honestly feel like, you know, if I decide to fuck this person or have sex with this person... It's going to be that, and when I come home, it's going to be over. I'm never going to have to deal with this person again. Sometimes uh, I'm never going to have to fight with this person again or anything of that nature. I can go and have sex with this person. I've gotten that out of my system. I am home now. My penis is clean, you know, <laughs> you know and I can, I can continue to go about my life however I decide to do so. You know what I mean? And it has nothing to do with breaking the emotional bond that you have with your wife but or your does. significant other. Not to them, it doesn't. Not to the guy, it doesn't. But do you understand that that's what's going on? Like, do, like you are literally breaking the emotional bond between you and your significant other once that happens. I understand. I understand now over time and as get, becoming a, a better person that that's the case and that's how women feel. And so you have to put that into the equation. But I can tell you that before, no, I didn't know that. I thought that everybody thought the same, that sex was just sex and you can go and do it and come home and not feel a thing for the other person. That's crazy. It is mm-hmm. a little crazy. But again, those are conversations that one you should have have with your spouse prior to um, getting married, and then two. Well, we never had that conversation prior to getting married. We did it. Well, why why you ain't never talked to me about it? Um, I just don't think it it came up in conversation. That's crazy. But it really should be something that you have a conversation about. You know, what what are your thoughts about fidelity and infidelity? You know, do you think that guys um, or do you think that that uh, having sex with somebody else automatically means you cheated? Do you think that guys can be faithful over time anyway? Because that's a big deal, too. Some guys just don't think that having sex with other people is just that big of a deal. Do you think that you can be faithful over time? For sure. How long? Um, Right now, I'm going pretty strong on about five or six years. <laughs> so that's the record that's the record so far I'm trying my best to keep that up and make sure that everything is, is pointed in the right direction whatever issues I've had I've voiced them to you laid them out nice and clean we've talked about them 
and made whatever efforts we're going to make or continue to make um, with keeping our marriage intact and in-house only without going outside and trying to have sex with anybody else. All right. So the next point was what? No, those are my three points. I mean, my four points. I think opportunity for me in particular was 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 and is one. Boredom. So Jason cheated on me, guys. That's why he said was and is one. Boredom. I don't Not know being if he satisfied. Was bored. I don't think he was bored. At the time, I was a little bored. Why? Because we weren't doing anything. We really, I mean, things were. Because I was pregnant and emotional and fat. Well, it was it was slightly thereafter. You were you were not pregnant anymore, but yes, you were emotional, and you didn't you know talk to me very nicely. And any advances that had anything to do with sexual behavior were uh, were turned down. And after a while, those things just became horrible. Like it was just like, why? Okay, she don't want to have sex with me. So what am I supposed to do? Now, maturity and time has taught me that those conversations need to be had in-house and make sure that she understands that. And after the conversation is had, you have to provide her opportunity to then come out of whatever it is that she's in, whether it be postpartum depression, whether it be uh, just a mindset of saying, hey, listen, I don't want to have sex with this guy for whatever reason. And this is why. And yeah, and this is why, and then being able being able to give your spouse both on both ends the opportunity to be better, give the guy the opportunity to be better, and help change whatever it is that's making the wife feel that way, or vice versa. So boredom is one of them. Not being satisfied. I know that you think based we on we didn't talk about not being satisfied, right? But what I'm saying is that uh, so well, yeah, well, then we need to cover that. But being unsatisfied is a big deal as uh. being unsatisfied is a big deal because you could be having sex on a regular basis you know what i mean um excuse me let me let me reel that back in being unsatisfied puts you in a position as such i would like to have sex three times a week for whatever reason we're only having sex once every 14 days. Two weeks, bro. 14 days. It sounds sexier that way. (laughs) We're only having sex once every 14 days. If that's the case, I'm not being satisfied. And now that the woman has signed up for being married, this is her sole responsibility. That is not... Hold on. Wait a second. I'm not saying that it's not her responsibility to do other things as a wife. But now his sexual release is solely put on her. She doesn't want me to go out and have sex with anybody else. I know this. No woman, most women don't sign up for marriage saying, hey, you know, I need to let my my husband go out and have sex with other people because he... uh, But there can be a conversation had about it. There can be a conversation had about it, but most guys are going to equate in their head that this is not something that I should be doing. Having that conversation with my wife is not a good idea. Guys are stupid. Yeah, well, you know, some of us are stupid. That happens. <laughs> not all guys. No, not all, but some of us are, are are stupid for sure. And since that's the case, you know, we say to ourselves, "There's no reason for me to go have this conversation." She's never going to go with the fact that I want to have sex with somebody else, or I don't even want to tell her that I'm I'm not being satisfied. 
she can tell she she should be able to be able to, she should be able to tell that I'm not satisfied that you know I complain about us not having sex I can I go out and masturbate on a regular basis in our house well, she how should is know a this woman stuff. supposed to know that you masturbate because I come on her booty oh well all right <laughs> <laughs> that'll definitely put it over the top won't it so if those are if those things are the case then she's got to meet him at that space. She signed up to be his sole release for sex, and that is her job to do so going forward. He should be able to express her job. Yeah, just like it's her, it's his job to satisfy her as well. So sex is a job, an obligation. It is an obligation in during uh, in marriage. Yes. So not Absolutely. something that you're just supposed to enjoy doing, but oh, something no. that you're obligated to. It doing. is. It is something that you're supposed to enjoy doing, but you guys have to meet each other halfway. The attraction should put you guys in a situation where you say to yourself, "I want to have sex with my husband." And or if my it wife. doesn't, it shouldn't be obligated to happen. Why Nobody not? Nobody should be obligated. Okay, so in the event that. It's not happening. It's not happening organically. What is the guy supposed to do when he still wants to have sex? You better masturbate. That's what God gave you to him. But this is exactly what I mean. Now you're run- now you're running into the situation where the guy is bored. Now you're running into the situation where the guy um, is unsatisfied. I still don't think that a woman that the cor- the correct verbiage that you're using that a person is obligated. To have sex with somebody, that's crazy. That that's like saying my body is not my own, and I have to do what you want me to do with my body. That is an absolutely not the case. Well, if you, I don't want to have sex with you, I'm not obligated to have sex with you, and you're not gonna make me have sex with you. If you decide just because you're not having sex with me at home that you decide that you want to go out and do it with somebody else, that's you and your business. But I should not be obligated to do anything. Is that not what you signed up for? No, I didn't sign up to be obligated to fuck you when you want to be fucked. No. And we're not and I'm not saying that it has to happen every time that that uh that the guy wants to have sex. However, you need to meet his needs, whatever his needs are. Okay, so say for example, you don't you can't do the 3 times a week, but you should be trying to do the two. And if you're flat not out, out just an obligation. Yes, out of obligation. Because that's what I want to do. Not it would be great. It would be great if you wanted to, but at the same time, you've you've signed up to deal with these duties in particular for him. You signed up for that when he when he asked you to marry him. You said, "Hey, I'm okay with being your person to have sex with for the remainder of our lives because I don't want you to have sex with anybody else." So the person got married for sex. No. The person got married for security. The person got married for love. The person got married for financial gain. The person got married to procreate and make children. The person got got together to to raise a family. They also, though, after all of those five things that I just pumped out, got married so they can have sex with this amazingly sexy and a beautiful and wonderful person that they decided to have sex with, excuse me, that they decided to marry and decided to do that with that person solely. Jason, yes, I'm not gonna have sex with you out of obligation. If we, if whenever you and I have sex, it's because I want to have sex with you, and that's not fine. because I'm obligated. But and then, at any time in our relationship, if we go months, days, weeks, or whatever without having sex, 
Don't ever tell me that I'm obligated to have sex with you because this is what I signed up for. Because that's just going to make me tell you I'm definitely not doing it because I'm not obligated to anybody but Jesus. Right. Now, that you said that you're not obligated to anybody but Jesus... Because even Jesus said it's your duties to 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 handle my sexual uh, my sexual situation. Wait, that, that, that. It was uh, mm. uh, what that what that one name is that he that mm-hmm. it was Judas chapter seven. Nah, don't <laughs> be lying, on Jesus. <laughs> no, but seriously though, like those those, and I'm sure I'm sure there's scripture that backs this this up. By the way, I'm talking smack saying that it was in Judas chapter seven, but let's think about it from this point. So now. Now let's 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 have the conversation because you put it out there. You're not having sex with your your husband because of obligation. You don't want to do it because you have to. You want to do it because you want to. For whatever reason you've decided not to have sex with your husband. He ain't clean enough. Uh he's not wooing me into sex. He just wants to come and pound on me and that's it. He's not around enough. He's not being uh, romantic enough. Whatever the reason may be. You are now allowing space for somebody to fill that void for him. Would you agree? I understand. Yes. This is where we're having a problem. This is where the disconnect happens. Now he's come home. He's had those conversations with you. And he was forthright and uh, and said it the way he felt. Listen, baby. I feel like you are obligated to have sex with me. I put a ring on it. I did what Beyonce said. If I like it, I should have put a ring. I'll put a ring on it. And you still don't want to give me that cho-cha. Now I'm having a problem. And the wife is turning him to him and saying, you know what? I'm not obligated to do nothing with you. Unless she is forthcoming enough to say, hey, listen, you got to do this, 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 and this. For me to start having sex with you. And he then makes it to change. That's great. But if she automatically says... No, I don't think I need to make a change in order for you to ha- for me to start having sex with you. I do all of the things that you that 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 um that you want that you want. So now, how are you gonna obligate me? And I'm doing everything that you want. No. Once she tells you that, now you have to figure it out because he's not doing enough to make her want to have sex with him. Yeah, he need to figure it out. Right. But let's sit down and have a conversation about it. This is a problem for me. I don't like when you get on top of me and pound me. I don't like when you don't gaze into my shimmering eyes. We both know that those conversations aren't aren't happening as much as we like for them to happen. For for couples to then go out and have long-term healthy sexual relationships. So, this is how I feel about it. I just feel like this. I think everybody cheats, not just men. Uh-oh. Everybody cheats. That's a whole nother conversation. That is a whole nother conversation. Day. That's true. But I just want to put that part out there. I think everybody cheats. Of course, women cheat for different reasons. Most of the time, women treat, cheat for different reasons than men cheat. But at the same time, cheating is a choice. It's not something that you do because you were forced to do it. For or sure. somebody made you do it. Absolutely. Or because... You're acting like an idiot. I'm going to go and do this. No, cheating is absolutely a choice. So I feel like in any marriage, in any relationship, 
men and women have to make the choice to be faithful. They have to make the choice to say, you know what, I'm not going to slide on him. I'm going to make sure that I'm faithful. I'm going to make sure that whatever it is that I need to do in this marriage, I'm going to try my best. And if I can't, I'm going to leave as opposed to cheating. So I think that's what it comes down to. Men cheat because that's just what they want to do, period, in the story. That's my assumption. That's how I feel about it. Yes, other things may play a part in it, but at the end of the day, it's because that's just what they want to do. Yeah. Do you I, agree? I can agree with that because, you know, you have every opportunity. We all have been given the power of choice. Exactly. And we have to exercise that uh, properly. We can't go out and just say, hey, listen, I'm going to do this because I feel like it. You know, you have every opportunity to be a great person, but every now and again, every now and again, we make horrible, horrible, horrible decisions to go back on vows that we made before God and a lot of other people for the, for that matter. Yeah. And um, and just don't handle the situation regularly, uh, properly. But I also feel like, you know, there are things that have coerced us into these things. You know, this is my pattern for years and years and years. I haven't broken said pattern. Um, but as an adult, that's your choice. It is your choice. It's all choice, and I, like I said, I agree with you. But there are just, just there are just things that sometimes present themselves, and you think they're the right things to do, or you think that this is the best way to go about a situation, and it just really isn't. Okay, so I also feel like that any event that a man cheats or a woman cheats. There also has to be an understanding that when she finds out, because anything that's done in the dark is going to come to light, when she finds out, there is a possibility that I am going to, one, break up my family, or two, cause a reaction in her that I may not like very much. So she may feel like, oh, nigga, you cheated, guess what, me too. And she go out and she do whatever it is that she wants to do. With every Tom, Dick, and Harry that she feels like doing it with. All the Tom, Dick, and Harry? All the Tom, Dick, and Harry. Oh, my God. If that's what she want to do, that's what she do. Got it. And you as a man have to be prepared to handle that situation. So why is it that men cheat and then don't think about the consequences behind said actions? We well, only have a few more minutes so we, before we wrap up, sir. <laughs> well... Um, it's not that we don't think about the consequences. It's that in most cases, guys just don't think they're going to get caught. And I know that's very immature of them, you know, understanding that you are dealing with somebody every day. You're dealing with your wife every day and she's not going to notice you ducking off into the bathroom to, to, to send text messages or um, hiding text messages from her or hiding conversations from her. At some point, she's going to notice because she sees you every day. She watches you. She notices you. She studies you. So you have to come to grips with the fact that at some point, she's going to find out. And when that happens, you know that there's going to be a serious, serious, serious repercussion behind that, whatever that repercussion might be. And a lot of times, guys just think that, you know what, even if she, fi- even if she finds out, She's not going to um she's not going to leave me. She's still gonna be there with me. And women are notorious for giving up those second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. It's not good, it's not smart. But it happens. I 
I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Most she of the may time, not leave, but she may slide on your ass. That's and if she slide on your ass, you're going to be real hurt because men cannot handle those types of things. Well, you guys don't really know. First of all, you guys are able to get away with cheating a lot easier than we are. We don't necessarily pay close attention to you so much so that you are just uh, being hounded by us and our overwhelmingness of, of verifying whether you're cheating or not. Girls maneuver a lot better than we do. You guys take things into consideration a lot better than we do. Um, if you go out and have sex with a guy, come home, and your husband wants to have sex, your performance is the same. Your 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 vagina reacts the same. All he has to do is get it wet enough to get in it. He's going to do his normal due diligence you have learned him to the point where you can start making a particular moan for for 10 minutes and he's going to come and it's going to be over with. Now, it sucks for you to have to take two dicks in the same day. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, this is a possibility. This is how this works. Now, a guy goes out, he cheats, he comes home. And as soon as he walks in the door, his wife has finally caught the light. She's found out. I mean, she's listen to what he has to say and she's dressed in her sexually lingerie she's got on a wig to be a different person for him you know their role she's in full role play mode. these wigs now, do i need to go buy wigs we're gonna talk about the wigs later oh. but oh. she's now in a situation where she can go ahead she she now feels like she's ready to go ahead and push that situation forward as a guy who's just emptied his balls he's now got to figure out a way to get his dick hard again to have sex again Women don't have that problem. It's not like a loaf of bread where you're going to miss what's missing or you're going to see what's missing. It's only if she decides, you know what, I'm not performing for him today. It's the only issue that they'll have. So she can get away with it a lot longer than he will. And like I always tell you, if you decide to cheat on me, I want you to hide it from me as long as you possibly can. I do not want to know. I don't want to know. Go do your thing. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Live it up. You can go crazy if you want to. But I'm going to tell you. I know because you're a snitchy, snitchy ass nigga. But I don't want you to tell me. Because it's going to turn me into a person that I'm not necessarily going to like. And now I have to deal with being that person for an extended period of time where all you had to do was not say nothing. Keep it to yourself. I'm going to tell you. And be slick enough to keep it under wraps. You be all up in my stuff all the time. You always talk about somebody in your stuff, but I need you to be slickety slick, bro. If you're going to do it, I need you to make sure that you're on top of your game. You That's all I'm saying. You be in all my text messages, hey, hey. all my if emails, you wanna all my everything. It, if you want to do, 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 then you need to tighten up and make sure Anyways, that, that is our show <laughs> for today, guys. I hope that you enjoyed the second episode of Big, Big Talk. Talk. With Big Daddy and Juicy. Juicy. So, okay. Next week, guys. Talk to you later. It's going to be amazing. We're back at it with more conversations. And we know y'all want to talk. So, remember to like, subscribe, comment. We want to be in touch with you guys to see what you really think about the situation. And then any questions, any topics you want us to talk about, also put that in our comments. Talk to you guys later. Bye. No creeping.